Today's fresh manna, unclean label, Act 10, 1-48. In the city of Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a Roman army officer in what was called the Italian unit. He was a religious man. He and all the others who lived in his house were worshippers of the true God. He gave much of his money to help the poor people and always prayed to God. One afternoon after three o'clock, Cornelius had a vision. He clearly saw an angel from God coming to him and saying, Cornelius, starting at the angel and feeling afraid, Cornelius said, What do you want, sir? The angel said to him, God has heard your prayers and has seen your gift to the poor. He remembers you and all you have done. Send some men now to the city of Joppa to get a man named Simon, who is also called Peter. He is staying with someone also called Simon, a leather worker who has a house beside the sea. The angel who spoke to Cornelius left. Then Cornelius called two of his servants and a soldier. The soldier was a religious man, one of his close helpers. Cornelius explained everything to these three men and sent them to Joppa. The next day they were coming near Joppa about noon when Peter was going up to the roof to pray. He was hungry and wanted to eat, but while they were preparing the food for Peter to eat, he had a vision. He saw something coming down through the open sky. It looked like a big sheep being lowered to the ground by its four corners. In it were all kinds of animals, reptiles and birds. Then the voice said to him, Get up, Peter. Kill anything here and eat. But Peter said, I can't do that, Lord. I've never eaten anything that is not pure or fit to be used for food. But the voice said to him again, God has made these things pure. Don't say they are unfit to eat. This happened three times. Then the whole thing was taken back up into heaven. The Peter wondered what the vision meant. The men Cornelius sent had found Peter's ha- Simon's house. They were standing at the door. And they asked, Is Simon Peter staying here? While Peter was still thinking about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Listen, three men are looking for you. Get up and go downstairs. Go with these men without wondering if it's alright, because I sent them. So Peter went downstairs and said to them, I think I'm the man you're looking for. Why did you come here? The man said, A holy angel told Cornelius to invite you to his house. He's an army officer. He's a good man, one who worships God, and all the Jewish people respect him. The angel told him to invite you to his house so that he can listen to what you have to say. Peter asked the men to come in and stay for a night. The next day, Peter got ready and went away with the three men. Some of the believers from Joppa went with him. The next day, they came to the city of Caesarea. Cornelius was waiting for them and had already gathered his relatives and close friends at his house. When Peter entered the house, Cornelius met him. He fell down at Peter's feet and worshipped him. But Peter told him to get up. Peter said, stand up, I'm only a man like you. Peter continued talking with Cornelius. Then Peter went inside and saw a large crowd of people gathered there. Peter said to the people, You understand that it is against our law for a Jew to associate or visit anyone who is not a Jew. But God has shown me that I should not consider anyone unfit or say they are not pure. That's why I didn't argue when your men asked me to come here. Now, listen please. Tell me why you sent for me. Cornelius said, Four days ago, I was praying in my house. It was at the same time, three o'clock in the afternoon. Suddenly, there was someone standing before me wearing bright, shiny clothes. He said, Cornelius, God has heard your prayer and has seen your gift to the poor. He remembers you and all you have done. So send some men to the city of Joppa and tell Simon Peter to come. He is staying with another man named Simon, a leather worker who has a house beside the sea. So I sent for you immediately. It was very good of you to come here. Now we all here because God, before God to hear anything the Lord has commanded you to tell us. Peter began to speak. I really understand now 
that God does not consider some people to be better than others. He accepts anyone who worships him and does what is right. It is not important what nation they come from. God has spoken to the people of Israel. He sent them the good news of that peace has come through Jesus Christ, the Lord of all people. You know what has been happened all over Judea? It began in Galilee after John told the people they needed to be baptized. You know about Jesus from Nazareth. God made him the Messiah by giving him the Holy Spirit and power. Jesus went everywhere doing good for people. He healed those who were ruled by the devil, showing that God was with him. We saw all that Jesus did in Judea and in Jerusalem. But he was killed. They put him on a cross and made up a cross made of wood. But on the third day after his death, God raised him to life and let him be seen openly. He was not seen by everyone, but only by us, the ones God had already chosen to be witnesses. We ate and drank with him after he was raised from the dead. Jesus told us to go and speak to the people. He told us to tell them that he is the one God chose to be the judge of all who were living and who have died. Everyone who believes in Jesus will have their, their sins forgiven through his name. All the prophets agree that this is true. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came down on all who were listening to his speech. The Jewish believers who came with Peter were amazed that the Holy Spirit had been poured out as a gift also to the people who were not Jews. They heard them speaking different languages and praising God. Then Peter said, How can anyone object to these people being baptized in water? They have received the Holy Spirit the same as we did. So Peter told them to baptize Cornelius and his relatives and friends in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked Peter to stay with them for a few days. Labeling is a branding that enables product identification and allows us to make decisions regarding a product. Different products have different labels that help us make the right decisions. People are labeled just the same way products are. We've been labeled in some quarters because of the way we are perceived, just as we label others from our perception. Peter carnally labeled God's creation as unclean, and God had to show Peter a vision in preparation for the plans he had for the conversion of the centurion and all of humanity. Like Peter, we look at people and decide they are not qualified to hear and receive the gospel. We label them unclean and therefore not good enough for the gift of salvation. But we never know who is ready, willing and open to the gospel. It's, it's sometimes intentional and sometimes not, but most often we label people without ever uttering a word. Noah was a drunk, Jacob was a deceiver, Gideon was a scared coward, Samson was a womanizer, David was an adulterer and a murderer, Elijah was a cider, Jonah, the unnamed woman with the alabaster box oil, every one of them was a sinner, Job was bankrupt, Moses was a murderer, and Paul was a religious terrorist. Labels. Today, we label people as drug addicts, drunks, prostitutes, too many tattoos, other religions, race, and much more. In our self-righteousness, we decide who deserves to hear the message of the cross. But Jesus said in Luke 5.32 that he came for these sinners. There are no exemptions to the command in Matthew 28, 19-20. The Great Commission is for all nations, all the people of the earth, regardless of who they are, where they are from, looks, profession, and race. God labeled them as his and they should be allowed to come to Christ. Peter finally understood the vision when he met the centurion and had to step into the office of a priest to offer salvation to the gathered group, an office which he conferred to us all according to 1 Peter 2.9 as royal priests, whose responsibilities and duties it is to bring the lost to salvation. What God has claimed, God first made the distinction between Jews and Gentiles here, showing Peter and all believers that labels should not stop anyone from coming to Christ. The Lord has pronounced all to be clean and in need of salvation. He has the right to do so. 
God has taught those that the gospel reaches the Gentiles also. What God has made clean, do not call common, according to verse 15. Otherwise, we as Gentiles would never have received the gift of salvation, and the command in Matthew 28, 19 would go unfulfilled. If we look around us, we will realize how many labels we have stuck on friends, families, and neighbors because of who, what, and how they are. They are not likely to want to know and follow Christ. We believe them. We label them, not the Lord. The four lepers at the city gates in 2 Kings 7, 3 who were labelled unclean and unfit to live in a clean, noble and acceptable society were the ones the Lord used to bring salvation from famine to the Israelites. We cannot label people unfit for salvation and God's kingdom. We must, despite our feelings and thoughts, act as priests and offer Christ to everyone in acceptance of who they are, God's creation. So do not label anyone unclean. Shalom.